This is the Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Now, with today's Caribbean News headlines, here's Keisha Wallace. This podcast is brought to you by Clear Curriculum, your instructional design and training company, specializing in enterprise resource planning. Phenomenal Foods by Chef Holly, creator of West Indian-inspired seasonings, and Diamond Key Marina, British Virgin Islands, home of Foxy's Taboo. Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. Canadian High Court weighs immigration agreement with United States. New York City government workers head to Puerto Rico to help. Antigua and Barbuda hosts 14th Caribbean Conference on National Help Financing Initiative. Pan American Health Organization and Partners to launch the second Caribbean Congress for Youth and Adolescent Health. Fusion Farms in Puerto Rico showcases aquaponics on the first big screen appearance of a vertical farm. And Rihanna has reportedly recorded two new songs for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Thursday, October 20th. We start a report today with a look at immigration as Canadian High Court weighs immigration agreement with the United States. HaitiNews.net reports Canada's highest court is deliberating whether to overturn a nearly 20-year-old immigration agreement with the United States on the grounds that asylum seekers cannot safely be returned to Canada's southern neighbor. Canadian immigration experts have argued before the Supreme Court of Canada that the safe third country agreement should be repealed because of what they describe as unconscionable conditions that migrants face when returned to the United States. The agreement was signed in 2002 and went into effect in December 2004. In it, the United States and Canada agreed to turn back travelers at legal land crossings who claim asylum or refugee status in one country after having been in the other. Canadian government lawyers defend the safe third country agreement before the Supreme Court, maintaining that the agreement is constitutional and allows for exception in cases where refugees would face harm. They also ask that any ruling striking down the pack be suspended for a year so the government can formulate an alternative. That makes sense to Vancouver-based immigration lawyer and policy analyst Richard Curlin, who said in an interview he believes Canada should end the agreement, but there needs to be something in its place. There is no indication when the Supreme Court of Canada will render a decision. At 8,891 kilometers, the United States-Canada border is the longest undefended international boundary in the world. Now on to New York, where city government workers head to Puerto Rico to help. News One New York reports dozens of Spanish-speaking New Yorkers raised their hands when Mayor Eric Adams asked who would be willing to leave their city jobs and the comfort of their homes to support recovery efforts in Puerto Rico after Hurricane Fiona. Jose Torres with the City Park Departments helped with the fallen and uprooted trees. It's just sad to see, but it's also good to see how people welcome us, seeing that there are people coming to help them out, Torres said. 
We always look out for each other. Whether it's in New York City or here in Puerto Rico, there's a brotherhood. Also without power and clean water for weeks where thousands of residents whose homes sustained structural damage from the ground movement, some of them are now uninhabitable, according to Jason Rolone, a structural engineer with the Department of Buildings. A lot of these people lost everything they own, and they got together to help their neighbors, Rolone said. Manny Martinez, an Iraqi war veteran and MMA fighter, said the work he's doing to help on the island comes from deep within. That's how Jose Ortero, a member of the New York City Police, who has been all over the world with the U.S. search and rescue team, sees it. Whether it's rescue recovery, just assessing emotional support, which is a big one, Ortero said. The fact that they see someone there who is willing to help in any capacity. The response has just been overwhelmingly positive. The team of municipal workers also shared with News One New York that they have taken something invaluable back home, that sense of resilience, patience, and solidarity in the wake of a catastrophe that they say is uniquely Puerto Rican. You're listening to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. Next up, Antigua and Barbuda hosts 14th Caribbean Conference on National Health Financing Initiative. Antigua Newsroom reports Antigua and Barbuda's Minister of Health, Sir Molwyn Joseph, has called for a focus on primary health care to achieve universal health coverage. The minister was speaking at the formal opening of the 14th Caribbean Conference on National Health Financing Initiative, currently underway in Antigua and Barbuda. Sir Molwyn indicated that health promotion and health education are critical components to assure healthy lifestyles and reduce non-communicable diseases. Also speaking at the conference opening was the chairperson of the Medical Benefits Board, Senator Osbert Fedrick. Senator Fedrick noted that the country's strategic plan for health is to promote and provide high-quality health services that are accessible and affordable by citizens and residents of Antigua and Barbuda. Day one of the conference focused on confronting COVID-19 and policy changes in the universal coverage agenda, managing COVID-19 within the context of universal health coverage and managing COVID-19, coping strategies by health financing agencies. And they too, which is today, will include focus on experiences from mature health financing agencies, universal health care, management challenges of health financing sustainability. Now on to the Pan American Health Organization, where it's partnered to launch the Second Caribbean Congress for Youth and Adolescent Health. From October 20th to 22nd, the Pan American Health Organization, in collaboration with several key regional partners, will host the Second Caribbean Congress for Youth and Adolescent Health in Kingston, Jamaica. Panelists for this event includes a variety of youth and development leaders and activists from the University of the West Indies, the CARICOM Secretariat, Regional Family Planning Associations, the Caribbean Public Health Agency, CARFA, the Health Caribbean Coalition, and UNICEF. 
the Congress will adopt a holistic, multi-sectoral approach towards youth health and well-being in accordance with the recently developed Adolescent Well-Being Framework. Developed by the Pan American Health Organization Global Partners, the framework features five main interconnected domains which contribute to the holistic support for adolescent and youth to thrive in healthy social relationships and realize their full potential. The second Caribbean Congress for Youth and Adolescent Health 2022 will feature skill-building workshops, roundtable discussions, and engaging interactive discussions around five major tracks, COVID-19 and young people, sexual reproductive health and rights, HIV and STI, nutrition, physical activity, sport and youth development, mental health, substance abuse, violence and injury, and climate change and the environment. The Congress was initially developed to address regional disparities in health of adolescents associated with financial, societal, and health system barriers faced by youth. The Second Caribbean Congress for Youth and Adolescent Health 2022 comes on the heels of its successful inaugural event in October 2019 in Port of Spain, Trinidad and Tobago. It drew approximately 200 attendees, including youth, policymakers, program managers, healthcare professionals, civil society, and youth advocates from across the region. Participation in this year's event can be both virtual and in person. This is Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Have news and information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. Fusion Farms in Puerto Rico showcases aquaponics on the first big screen appearance of a vertical farm. For the past year, Kendall Lang and Christopher Buchait have had to keep the lid on a secret that they worked as tilapia wranglers on the set of the upcoming blockbuster movie release, Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever. Kendall and the team at Fusion Farms are pleased to announce their contribution of an aquaponic vertical farm to the set of a key storyline for this much-anticipated sequel. The fact that the movie incorporates food security solutions as a part of the forward-thinking technology focus of Wakanda is very timely given the current global economic concerns regarding energy prices, runaway inflation, the diminishing supply and increased cost of fertilizer, and increasing prices of food. Fusion Farms says, look for our set, then watch the credits to see how Fusion Farms is now going to have its debut on the big screen. The anticipation surrounding the release of Black Panther Wakanda Forever is high for the official release date November 11, 2022. The film is now garnering comparisons to The Godfather, one of the greatest films ever made. The original Black Panther was the highest grossing superhero movie of all time when it was released, and it looks like the follow-up on the movie could be even bigger and better. In related news, Rihanna has reportedly recorded two new songs for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Barbados Today via NME reports Rihanna has reportedly recorded two new songs for the upcoming Black Panther sequel Wakanda Forever. 
The singer's eighth and most recent studio album, Anti, came out in 2016, with new music having been teased consistently since then. Next February, she would headline the Super Bowl 2023 halftime show. According to Hits Daily Double, the singer has recorded a pair of new songs that are set to be featured in the forthcoming Marvel film, which is set for release on November 11th. It was reported prior that the singer may star in the film, though those rumors have since been debunked. A news report from New York Times journalist Kyle Buchanan also claims that one of the reported songs is set to title the film's end credits. Neither Marvel nor Rihanna have responded to any of the rumors. Now here is our final note. Ritz-Carlton Yacht inaugural season to Homeport from Port St. Martin. St. Martin Island Times reports the Ritz-Carlton Yacht Collection Super Yacht Evrima will homeport in St. Martin for the 2022-2023 cruise season. This is the first state-of-the-art super yacht from the Ritz-Carlton Yacht Collection brand. The luxury Caribbean cruises from Port St. Martin to Barbados with unique opportunities for the days before and after vacation on Amiga Island. St. Martin's Acting Minister of Tourism, Economic Affairs, Transport and Telecommunications, Omar Otley said, it gives me a great sense of accomplishment to see our economy spurted. I welcome the Ritz-Carlton Yacht Collection brand to our shores with open arms. The boat offers a specific clientele to our country that goes with the said quality over quantity. This is just the beginning of a fruitful relationship to come. Superyacht Evrima has 228 suites, all with private terraces. The Ritz-Carlton Yacht Collection commitment to sustainable practices means that super yachts will be designed with advanced technology, environmental features, and technologies to minimize ecological impact. The Ritz-Carlton Yacht Collection will expand its fleet with two additional vessels in 2024 and 2025. The new ships will be built in France with the option of additional ships in the future. The Ritz-Carlton Yacht Collection combines the luxurious lifestyle of the Ritz-Carlton and the casual freedom of a yacht vacation with voyages on three custom-made superyachts with calls in both intimate and exclusive ports. Most voyages will range from seven to 10 nights and no two voyages will be the same. Yachts are also available for private charter. The Ritz-Carlton Hotel Company LLC currently operates more than 100 hotels in 34 countries and territories. The Ritz-Carlton Company LLC is a wholly owned subsidiary of Marriott International Inc. This podcast has been brought to you by Clear Curriculum, your instructional design and training company specializing in enterprise resource planning. Phenomenal Foods by Chef Holly, creator of West Indian-inspired seasonings and Diamond Key Marina, British Virgin Islands, home of Foxy's Taboo. Have news and information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. And to share information on upcoming events, email events at pulseofthecaribbean.com. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean Caribbean News Roundup for Thursday, October 20th. I'm Keisha Wallace. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. 
If you found value in this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you in advance for choosing Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup as your source for Caribbean-centered news.